negative emotions have a survival value. If we think about our ancestors 10,000 years ago somewhere in Africa, if they saw a lion, they had to react fast. And this response saved their lives. Unlock possibilities by changing your mindset. You will expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world. You're moving into a land of both blind spots and learning, of things and ideas. You just crossed over into the mindset zone. Join your guide, Anna Malikia, founder of Solo Biz Academy, the director of education for Book Yourself Solid and a PhD in psychology. The show you are about to listen is backed by popular demand from the Mindset Zone Archive Vault. To get all new episodes, make sure you subscribe via your favorite podcast app and visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find the episode archive, show notes, and other amazing resources, including how to four times your success so you can work smarter, not harder, and learn how to leverage your talents to make a bigger impact while enjoying the process. All at Mindset.Zone. Today, I would like to ask you to think about a time when you lost your car keys and you were already running late. And you knew that the keys, they have to be somewhere in the house. You drove there. They have to be somewhere. And you're almost sure that you left the keys somewhere in the kitchen. But you cannot see them anywhere. And you feel the stress building. You know that that is not going to help you, but almost seems impossible to stop all your negative thoughts and emotions, all the things that is going on. And this is something very peculiar of negative emotions. They are very strong. This has to do because our body is wired for a quick response to negativity. And this happens because negative emotions have a survival value. If we think about our ancestors 10,000 years ago somewhere in Africa, if they saw a lion, they had to react fast. And this response saved their lives. Nowadays, we don't have to run away from the lions. But even like that, if we are crossing a road and we see a car coming fast, we are very thankful that we are wired to react quickly and to move away and avoid to get hurt. So this is the paradox. Negative emotions can be good they even can save our lives. They can signal danger. So the problem is not negative emotions. 
The problem is that we stay stuck on the negative emotions. Think about uh, you are driving a car. You don't find a place to park. You start to get stressed out. Uh, there is finally you see a place. You are going there. Somebody cuts in front of you and takes that parking place. And you spend all day thinking about that. So easy for us to stay stuck on the negative emotions. And speaking about cars, thinking about driving a car. When we touch the accelerator of our car, we want to feel something happening. And our nervous system is wired to quickly activate us for this fight or flight, a fight or flight response. It's as if we have a sports car accelerator within us. Small touch, big reaction. But thankfully, we also have a brake system within us. We are also wired to relax, to calm down, to go back to a more calm state. And this system that slows us down, unfortunately, is not very fast. It's more like the brakes of an old car. It takes time. So for negativity, is quick, fast, small touch, big reaction. But then to calm us down, to say, okay, there is the danger is gone. Let's calm down. It takes more time. And it's so easy in our society that uh, we are so uh, trained to see danger everywhere, even when there is none there. But we live in this anxiety and like if there was like virtual lions around. Many of us spend all day with our foot stuck in the accelerator. And it's so difficult to learn like to release the accelerator and to start activating our brakes. So in other words, we know that we cannot avoid negative emotions and sometimes they can save our lives. The problem is staying stuck in the negativity. It's that foot in the accelerator that is stuck there. And it's also true that some people tend to stay stuck more than others. For some people, it's easy to become like the mouse on the treadmill, running, 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 and not going anywhere, putting fires all day long, feeling stress, anxiety. It's that reactivity cycle. It's like we are in a reactive mode all day long. And it's so easy to stay stuck there. And then there are other group of people that they are more like cats. I call them the cats because they can relax 
after running very, very fast. So they can be very active. They can also be putting out fires. But then there's like a switch that, hmm, now I can relax. And suddenly they are enjoying and relaxing. And for the mouse in the treadmill, it's like, what is going on there? Uh, so this is very important to understand that our difference because the cats, they enjoy the adrenaline, they enjoy the rush, but they know how to enjoy the rest time too. So they know how to change their foot from the accelerator to the brakes. And the tendency to be more like a mouse or a cat has a lot to do with our genes. We know from research in positive psychology, for instance, there are many studies now that the, our general well-being is determined 50% by a genetical set point. So our genes determine 50% of our, our general well-being. So we can blame our, our parents for that. But we still have other 50%. So the other 50%, 10% of it is determined by life circumstances, what happens in our lives. And of course, when we are in a bad life circumstances, it seems much more than 10%. But if we have that the high bird view or the cold research view that are seeing things in a big picture and over a, a long period of time, our general well-being is determined only 10% by our life circumstances. And the other 40% is by intentional activity, what we do and what we think. And this is, for me, is the sil silver lining. Yes, our genes make us to have the tendency maybe to be more like the mouse or like the cat. But 40% is a good room to maneuver because the 10% of life circumstances, sometimes we cannot play. We have to go with the flow and uh, take advantage of a good ride and be resilient when things are not very good. But if we think about, okay, 50% 50, 50 the genetic set point, 10% the life circumstances. Let's focus on this 40% of intentional activities, what we do and what we think. There we can do something. So in other words, we can learn to become more like cats. Mm. And... Uh, when I was preparing for this show and this episode and I was thinking about the, uh, all this, I thought about a quote that is one of my favorite quotes that Steve Covey attributes this quote to Viktor Frankl. I'm going to read the quote. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth 
and our freedom. I repeat, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And if you listen to the previous episode, you know that I admire a lot this person that was Viktor Frankl. And what? And if you don't know about him, just Google his name. And I will put also in the show notes of this episode the link to the previous um, podcast and also a link to maybe a Wikipedia page about him because he is really extraordinary person. And this quote, we know I did some research about, is not in any of his books, uh, but Steve Covey seems that he, in one of the opportunities that he had of being one of his Viktor Frankl lectures, he took these notes or, or something similar. So he attributes this quote to Viktor Frankl. And what I love about this quote is that we usually see like there is a stimulus, something that is activates, activate us and there is like the response happens almost automatically. So we don't have a choice. But there, Frankl sees a space, a brief space where we have the power to choose our response. We have the power to make a choice. It's a brief space, but there is a space there. And with practice, we can learn to be the creators of our lives and not just be reactors. And let me suggest something for you to do. If you are in a place that you can just grab a pen and a small piece of paper to write, uh, if you are doing something like driving or uh, running, um, just think about, imagine, safety first, and then think about what I'm going to, it's a small thing that I want to try. But if you have a pen, something that you can write, that will be the ideal. And what I would like to ask you is to write the word reactivity. R-E-A-C-T-I-V-I-T-Y. Reactivity. Now I want you to focus your attention on the letter C between the A and the T of the word reactivity and move that little C to the beginning of the word. What word do you have now? If you do this in the piece of paper, what word can you read now? Quite amazing, no? A small change can produce big changes.
And some of us have to work harder than others to slow down, to take advantage of that space, that brief space. We have to start in the beginning just to become aware that there is a space. And then to learn to press the pause button and make our choice. It's like learning to slow down, to stop the reactivity cycle and be more intentional. We can learn to relax and create a more intentional outcome. It's not from one day to the other. It's with practice. First thing, being aware. And I want you to start to think that, okay, maybe I'm reacting, reacting, running, running, running. Yet, I can learn to relax and create a more intentional result. If you feel like the mouse on the wheel, it's wonderful to realize that you can learn to be more like a cat. Think about the possibilities. Think about how this can be helpful and how, if you are a self-employed professional, stopping the reactivity cycle of running, 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 not going anywhere, and be able to be much more intentional to create the results that you want can make all the difference for you, for your business, and for the people people you serve. That is my thought for this week. And I'm going to repeat the quote that once again, you will find this quote there in, if you go to the show notes, that is the episode number eight. You just have to go to annamalikian.com forward slash eight, number eight, and Anna is A-N-A, Malikian is M-E-L-I-K-I-A-N dot com forward slash eight, and you will find a summary of what I spoke here and all the quotes and some links. But think about the possibilities between stimulus and response there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Love to hear from you. Love to know how this podcast impacts you. What are you learning from it? Do you have questions, topics you love to be addressed during this podcast? Just send me an email. I'm an email away. My email is anna, A-N-A, at annamalikian.com. 
you go to my website to see the show notes in the other, you will find there my email. Uh, there is questions at animalikin.com, but I will read them. You also can phone me. My work number is 480-648-0656. I repeat, 480-648-656. I have a work number with office hours, so you can phone. Don't worry about the hour. You can phone there. You'll have a message. You press, I think it's option two, and you can leave a message regarding this podcast, a question, a request, a testimonial. I really would like to connect with you and know how can I make a difference in your life and help you to make a difference in other people's lives. Thank you for listening. And remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, such as how to join the Mindset Zone community and how to four times your success so you can work smarter, not harder, and learn how to leverage your talents to make a bigger impact while enjoying the process. All at mindset.com zone. As always, I'm so grateful that you have crossed over into the mindset zone. Spend what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world.